Praise God. Maybe the fan has to be quiet. Praise God. I said praise God. Tell your neighbor we are in a beautiful season. A season of increase. In wisdom. In ability. And in favor. Amen. Let me show you something. Turn your Bibles to Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. How many of you read a chapter in Proverbs every day? Let me see your hand up. Wave it, let me see. Wow, that means you have a financial plan. Read Proverbs every day. Proverbs chapter 4. I want to read from verse... Let me... Okay. Let's go to Proverbs 3. Hmm. Proverbs 3. Praise God. Are you there? I said, are you there? Isn't this interesting? Let's go to Proverbs 2. <laughs> Proverbs 2, verse 1. We're going to look at Proverbs 2, 3, 4, 8, and 9. Amen? And very briefly, I'll just speak a few things. Verse 1. My son, if thou receive my words... And hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline an ear unto wisdom, and I apply thine heart to understanding. Watch this. It says, If you receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline an ear unto wisdom, and apply thy heart unto understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge, and lifted up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver, did you see that? And searcheth for us for hid treasures, then thou shalt understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Write this down. God will give you only what you value. God will give you only what you value. Write this down. You will only pursue what you value. You will only pursue what you value. Write this down. You will only prioritize what you value. Number one, God will only give you what you value. Number two, you will only pursue what you value. Number three, you will only prioritize what you value. Number four, you will only plan for what you value. God will only give you what you value. Go to Matthew chapter 7. And I want to read verse 6. Matthew 7 verse 6. He says, give not now which is holy unto dogs. Neither can see your pails before swine, lest they trample them under their feet and turn again and rend you. 
Then he says, ask. God will only give you what you value. There are many of God's children that seem to wonder why they are not functioning in the wisdom of God. Because wisdom is what determines the quality of your life, the longevity of your life, and most importantly, the impact of your life. We said wisdom is insight into the mind of God. It is God's thoughts downloaded into your heart. God's wisdom is his way of doing things. And many of God's children wonder, why, why don't I function in divine wisdom? It's this principle. God will only give you what you value. Hallelujah. The Bible says, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God that give it to all men liberally and upbraid it not. That's James 1 verse 5. So we see that God wants to give us wisdom, but why are many people not experiencing and functioning in wisdom? The Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 1 verse 30 that Christ has made unto us wisdom from God. In other words, Jesus Christ is the embodiment of wisdom. Colossians 2, let's go there. Colossians 2, and I want us to read something. Colossians 2. I want us to read from verse 1. It says, For I would that you knew the great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea, for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement, now what is the pignosis? So you can say, to the knowledge or to the full knowledge of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, in whom I hid, watch this, all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Don't forget the word treasures, there is the word tesaros, which is a box where you hide treasures. It says you have to seek wisdom like silver and search for it like hid treasures. In other words, you must value it. You must pursue it. And not many pursue divine wisdom. And that's why their lives fall short of God's plan. There are many Christians, their lives fall short of God's plan. They know in their hearts that my life ought to be better than this. He says, my son, if you receive my words, and have my commandments in your heart so that, that you incline your ear to hear wisdom and apply your heart to understanding then he says you will search it as for silver if you will plan the wisdom of God in other words the word your time with the word the way you plan and take your work seriously or you take money seriously i wonder how far you will go because what we prioritize is what we really value 
what we are passionate about is what we really value you can never separate passion from value if you don't have a passion for the things of God I'm here to tell you based on the word of God that you do not value the things of God the Bible says where man's treasure is there is heart to be also let's turn in there Matthew 6 Matthew 6 I got to stay this in your heart as your pastor because not many believers have their heart in the right direction look at this let's begin from verse 19 it says lay oh boy all right let me give you a backdrop you'll observe in Matthew 6 there are two kinds of people those who seek the commendation of men and those who seek the commendation of the father see the Pharisees or the hypocrites sought the commendation of men so they did what they did so they could be seen of men so they could be heard of men but Jesus said when you pray then you should go into your closet so your father will see it in secret reward you openly see but the hypocrite is, is standing praying so you could hear him so you could see him hallelujah so if you have a desire to impress someone in your praying the Bible says that you are a hypocrite and so long as you are a hypocrite there will be no supply of the Spirit of God to sustain your prayer life that's why many have lost their prayer lives because God will not sustain flesh say pastor I don't know I don't pray the way I used to pray because when you're hot on fire you pray so that everybody can know that you pray you study so that everybody can know that you study you won't let us rest the day you study you won't let us rest the day you pray because you want to impress your neighbors or your housemate or your husband or your wife or whoever see so you lose it then it gets here verse 19 lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt, where thieves break through and steal. So Jesus acknowledges that, hey, those people whose focus are earthly things, they will experience thieves stealing from them. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, where thieves do not break through, nor steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Did you see what he says where your treasure is there your heart to be also so he says hey we invest in our passions if I can find what you spend your money on I can tell what you're passionate about when last did you buy a book on how to manage money or a book on marriage or a book on fatherhood a book on manhood a book on womanhood a book on how to you don't value wisdom in that area so what happens you can access the wisdom are you following me in this world there are measures of value how we know what we value one is time whatever i invest my time doing is what i value 
So if you do not have any prayer time or study time, I can put it to you. In a court of law, you do not value time spent with God. Let me prove it to you. If you fall in love with a girl, you spend most of your time together. Am I right? Come on now. Have you ever fallen in love in your life? <laughs> fall in love? Pastor, what does that mean? We are Christians for God's sake. Come on now. If you fall in love with a girl or with a guy, you want to spend time together. Am I right? Brothers and sisters in Christ, am I right? Yeah. You want to spend time together. And time is of no value. You buy credit and call. And finish one five credit. Some of you do all night, midnight calls. But we come, we say, let us pray. Brethren, begin to pray. We are having all night. You're sleeping. Say, Pastor, you know that we have flesh and blood. What of when you're doing midnight call? Your passion is inside. Why? Because interest creates energy. Whatever we are passionate about, we'll be energized about. I know some of you are wondering, like, boy, I see it now. It says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So there are measures of value. And it's a time, money. Money. Where you spend your money. When you're really in love with someone, it doesn't matter how much you spend. Am I right? Uh, maybe some of you have not fallen in love. But I know you have. Am I right? You take out to pepperoni. You say, you say how much do you want to spend? Just take. See, you, you're in love. You buy credit. You don't care how long, how much money you spend on credit. You're in love. Boy, when I was in love with my wife, I'm sure if MTN checked my number, they should have known me. Because I was calling constantly. So what are you doing now? What is she doing now? She's in Lagos. <laughs> what is she doing? What does that concern you? Ah, it doesn't concern. See? How's in love? It didn't matter. The, um, I used to, if she doesn't have credit, I'll buy credit and send to her. <laughs> Call. We, can, we have to talk, baby. I'm showing you indicators of love, indicators, indicators of passion, time, money. Then three, strength. 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 Your energy. You invest your energy in that direction. Energy. Boy, in love, you don't mind if there's no transport fare to the place. I remember I asked a lady one time, and um, I, I thought I thought she was a virgin. Because I'd always felt that young people are virgins because of the way an area where I was raised. So I said, Oh, great. I said, Great to, to know you this age and receiving Christ. And that means we're going to raise you up and you're going to live in purity and get married as a virgin. 
The lady said, Pastor, uh-uh, I'm not. I said, Really? Say yes. I've even found man all the way to Nembe. I said, Really? You're younger? Say yes. Say, Pastor, I was in love. And I'd never entered boat in my life. But this young girl entered boat to go and find her, bre- uh, her boyfriend. Where? Three hours on water. She was patient on that boat. Huh. I don't think love took me that far. <laughs> Maybe. Huh. I looked at her and said, Praise God. I said, But okay, no problem. You're going to be in the Word of God and ensure by the grace of God that you get married pure. But I wanted to see, she took her time, her money, time on that boat. You can imagine a little girl on top of that. But the first time I saw a river, let me be honest with you. We're going to preach in Amasoma. You know, I felt that everywhere had roads, you know. <laughs> so I felt, we're going to Amasoma, you enter a road. No, no road. No, no. And I go and I say, you go to the jetty. I said, what is a jetty? It's a place to enter boat. So I was like, okay, we'll get into the boat. When I got there, I looked far, just water. That's what she sat on for hours. I entered the boat. No, I, I travel by boat, so there's no problem. So, but, but think about that little girl. Passion. I want to ask you. You claim to love him. Is it in your time? Is it in your money? Do you give your strength to him? You claim to love him. You claim to love him. Is it in your time? Do you make time for him? Is your money, is, is, is it part of your money? Your strength. And I measure values in our mind. What do you think about? When you're in love with someone, you're always thinking about them. Also, just thinking about Violet. Thinking about Violet. Zitwa. Valerie Fesso. Violet. Always think of my mind. So violet. If you're not careful, I might call you violet. Have you been there? Have you ever been around me so now I'll call you babe? Has it happened to you? Because I'm thinking about my wife. I love her. I'm talking to a guy, but I forgot to this is another person. Babe. Sorry. <laughs> Is that how much you love him? We think about those we love. If he has no place in your thoughts, you don't love him. If he has no place in your thoughts, you don't love him. So, but Pastor, the love of God is shared abroad in our heart. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It's in your spirit. But 
your mind you've not trained your mind to love him he says if you love the lord your god with all your strength with all your mind you love him you train yourself to love him that way hallelujah proverbs 2 again I'm reading verse 3. If thou criest after knowledge and lift it up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her as silver and searchest for her as for hid treasures, you search in the word, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. See? Now some of you wonder, why, why are some of us having this reverence for God? This reverence for God. We value Him. Because you can only be passionate about what you value. And that's why if you are a man you fan, and an Arsenal guy crosses you anyhow, because Van Persie came from Arsenal and he's saying that mine is me because of Arsenal. You know how the argument gets hot. Passion is on fire now. My guy, see, see, see. I, I'm just warning you now. I just see, it's not ball we're talking about. And it's ball. It's ball. But, but, but just quiet. You're like, sorry, sorry, bros. Sorry. It's passion. His values man you. Is that how he values God? Is that how he values God? I said, God would only give you what you value. Let me show you something. John 14. We'll come back here. I'll just follow my boss. I know he knows how to end it well. John 14. These are some things I've been studying. And um, it's John 14. I want to read verse 15, verse 21, and verse 23. 15. Read 15 together, please. One, two, read. Uh huh. If you love me. If you love me, if you don't love me, that means obedience is an expression of love. I do this with my children, and I find it's easy for them to obey me that way. When I tell them something, I say, but I thought you said you love daddy. And they're like, okay, they have to go now. I found that it works. It says, if you love me, keep my commandments. In other words, your obedience is an expression of your love for me. Your obedience is an expression of your love for me. Look at verse 21. He that has my commandments, and let's read it together, please. One, two, read. Eat and has my commandments and keepeth them. He it is that loveth me. 
and he that loveth me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and will manifest myself to him Jesus said he that has my commandments and keepeth them he it is he it is that what loveth me So Jesus doesn't want us to use our mouth to say, I love you, I love you, I love you, and not keep his word. He says, my father will love him. And I will love him, and I will manifest. That word means I will reveal myself to him. So there is something that God gives to the obedient. He said, I will reveal myself. So you're going to start having revelations. He says, if you seek for it, I will hit treasures. He says, then you understand the fear of the Lord. What's the fear of the Lord? The beginning of wisdom. He says, you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. So many of God's children are not accessing the richness of God's word. The richness of God's word. I got a call from a pastor for one of the biggest ministries in this country, one of their branch pastors. And he said, someone so is my father. said, but there's some, the, the, he was talking about the message that we have. And he kept on, you know, I know it wasn't flattering me, but it was really encouraging to hear such a pastor say such words. He said, I'm going to partner with you. I, I believe in what you're doing. There are few men of God that are out there that people should follow. You're one of them. He said, what you're teaching, my father and Lord didn't teach me. And he kept on talking. He said, I preach in church, your message. And my members will come and say, Pastor, that revelation is too high. He said, I tell my members, go and listen to Pastor David Wally Fessel on ABN. And I tell them the time. And it's a ministry that is not open to other churches. They're not open. you will find the knowledge of God the richness of God's word Jesus said he that keepeth my commandments he it is that loveth me and my father will love him and I will love him and I will manifest I will reveal myself to him now think about it people from everywhere Cameroon, Ghana like your word, your message. There's something about your message. Yesterday, um, the people from Integrity International were supposed to see me, but I was, I was on a fast. And they couldn't see me. Do I value an award above God? God forbid. God forbid. This is a Rilonian pastor. They want to see you. Oh, 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 they're going to give me an award in Ghana. Oh, no, no, no. No. If God removes this rock from off your feet, no award will take you anywhere. So you're not going anywhere, son? No, I'm saying, oh, Lord, no what you want, I'll stick with you. And God was talking to me yesterday, talking to me, sharing things with me about church administration. See, there's a value. See, we choose, we make choices based on what we value. We make choices based on what we value. I had to choose. 
Let me show you this in Hebrews 11 quickly. Hebrews 11. We'll come back here. I just want to show you this. I fear God. I respect Him. We don't love God. Hebrews 11. I want to read verse 24. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. See, when he was come to years, when he became mature, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He made a choice because he was mature. See, your choices reveal your spiritual condition. Your choices. They tell us where you are, your level of maturity. Choosing rather, watch this, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Watch this. Why did he make such choices? Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. Why? For he had respect, value. He had respect unto the recompense of the reward. He esteemed the reproach of Christ greater riches than all the treasures in Egypt. That's a value. God called Moses the meekest man on earth. Why? He was supposed to be Pharaoh's next in line. He would have been the king of Egypt. A Pharaoh returned to save Israel. God said, that is the meekest man on earth. Every time you make a choice, you are actually demonstrating what you value before God, before men, before devils. Every time you make a choice. Every time you make a choice. See? Every time you make a choice. And Jesus said, He that keepeth my commandment, he it is. He it is that loveth me. And he says, my father will love him and I will love him and I will reveal, manifest myself to him. There will be manifestations of Jesus. This was manifestation of Jesus in my meetings. Why? Because I learned this. I learned this. That every instruction is a command. And every time I obey an instruction, I'm demonstrating my love, which opens the door for manifestations. Says, you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. See, this is your destiny as a child of God. You ought to know God for yourself. You ought to be acquainted with God. Hallelujah. Is this helping anybody? Alright, let's look at something here. Go back to where we were. John 14. Verse 21. He that has my commandment and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father. And I will love him and I will manifest myself to him. Judah said unto him, Not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? He's asking me a question. How come you're going to manifest, reveal yourself to us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him. Now, he's repeating this again. If a man love me, he'll keep my words. And my father will love him. And we'll come unto him, watch this, and make our home with him. He wasn't talking to unbelievers. 
it was talking to his disciples. There are certain people that carry the presence of God 24-7 manifest presence. When I started sharing this, many ministers were preaching against that. It's not possible. But from 2000, I was 2008 or thereabout, great men of God so I said, we have discovered it is possible. I've been walking in this since 1996. When the Lord showed me this, he said, for the individual that will make up his mind to keep my words, is this in the Bible? I'm going to do it. Is this in the Bible? I'm going to do it. He said, we'll come and make our home with him. Think about it when your home becomes his home. Not just by faith confession, but the presence of God is felt in your home. Think about it. I remember one day my children were playing and they were just playing and playing and playing and they began to speak in other tongues. They began to speak in other tongues and while they were speaking in other tongues, the anointing of God filled the place and I began to prophesy about them. My wife was there. He says, if you will keep my words, he says, my father will love you. And I and my father will come and will make our home with him. Notice he didn't say in him. Because he lives in you. He lives in you. He says, we'll make our home with him. The guy, the guy comes and lifts up his hand. You feel the presence of God. They made their homes with him. The guy says, let me just show you how to pray. Does an example of how to pray. You feel the presence of God. He has made his home with him. That's your destiny as a child of God. That's your destiny as a child of God. And, and a lot of people just want to live their lives just anyhow. And they're wondering, oh God, why, why, why is my life so ordinary? They don't understand this. See, did you understand this? Second John, quickly. I know a lot of you have already read Second John. <laughs> Is this helping anybody? Ah, huh? all right. Second John. I want to read from verse four. I rejoice greatly that I found thy children walking in truth, as we received the commandment from that from the Father. Now I beseech you, I beseech you, lady, not as though I wrote a new command unto thee, but that which you've had from the beginning, I will love one another. And this is love that we walk after his commandments. This is the commandment that you have heard from the beginning that you should walk in it. In other words, this is love that we should walk after his command. That means if you if you if you're keeping his commandments, then you love him. Now we're not looking at the, the ten commandments we've gone beyond what I mean. Only can the Ten Commandments. Anybody can keep the Ten Commandments and not love God. Are you aware of that? Okay. But we're looking at the commandments like believing on the name of Jesus. See? Go to First John 3. Let me show you something. I'm supposed to teach you on wisdom. But is this good? He's smarter than I, okay? First John 3. I'm reading verse 22. Let me begin from verse 21. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God. And once I will ask, receive of him, watch this, because we keep his commandments, 
and do those things that are pleasing in his sight and this is his commandment that we should believe on the name of the son of god and love one another as he gave us commandments and he that had is keeping his commandment dwelleth in him and he in him and hereby we know that he abided in us by the spirit which has given us you believe on the name of jesus you have faith in that name you love the brethren you love your wife you love your husband in spite of the differences you choose to still love because you know there's something at stake an abiding presence an abiding presence it's so important it's so important you carry that thing that thing that abiding presence it's such a beauty i went to an office to to see someone and um I got to praying and while I was praying with them led them to Christ and I, I wanted to pray with someone that was sick and they fell under the power right there in the office it says I and my father will make our home with him what does he say with them with him it's a personal matter I went to minister in a, in a conference I wore a, t -shirt, a, a short sleeve shirt because I was in ministry that day so I came in they didn't know I was a pastor every, every pastor came in suit so when they saw me they were like oh, yeah, yeah brother yes good here so I I went and I sat down and the organizer of the program saw me there and said ah is that pastor David White I said yes he said, who put you there? The watch, I was like, sorry, 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 no problem. You know, then I wasn't on TV and all that. I said, no problem. They brought me to the front. And this man of God hadn't seen me. I wasn't on radio like I am now on TV. So they didn't really know me. So everybody was all well gadged up in their expensive suits and their Sunday bests. So while they were talking and all that, and I said, let's. Pastor, they, they were walking one of the uh, biggest ministers that was there that night out. And um, they, they said, um, Pastor Walifa, so why don't you just say something to, to the people while I'll go out? So I came out, you know, they're like, everybody know, like, who is this guy? I saw it on their faces, the minister, like, who is this guy with short sleeve shirt, you know? And, and I began to talk. And his presence filled the place. I saw, you know, when, you know when people are changing, like, wow. After the meeting, they all ran toward me. Say, man of God, can I get your number? Because I don't give them. <laughs> See, he says, I'll make my abode with you. This is your destiny. This is your destiny. This is your destiny. But how do I manifest this? He says, you will keep my words. John 15, quickly. John 15. It's amazing how the Lord interrupts me. He shows he's my boss. John 15. I want to read verse 8. 
Hearing is my father glorifying that ye bear much fruit, so ye shall be my disciples. And I want to look at verse, verse 9 and 10. As the father has loved me, so I have loved you. Continue in my love. If you keep my commandments, which is loving your brethren, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my father's commandments, and do what? And abide in his love. It says, if you love your brethren, because he gave us a commandment to love our brethren, it says he will abide in his love. His words, when you find it in the word of God, you do it, you will abide in his love. You will remain in his love. Think about it. That's what makes men great. Their passion for God. Their passion for his word. See? Their passion for his pleasure. Their passion. Let's run to Proverbs 2. We've got to run now. Verse 6. It says, For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. Out of his mouth. Out of his mouth. It says, out of God's mouth come knowledge and understanding. So if I want understanding, what comes out of his mouth? His word. And he says, he laid sound wisdom for the righteous. You know what? This is your inheritance. This is your inheritance. Look at verse, verse 8. It says, let me, 7, Kasoshta. Okay. Verse Eight. He keep at the path of the of the judge of, of judgment and preserve the way of his saints. Then shall not understand righteousness and judgment and equity. Yea, every good path. When you seek for those things, you will understand righteousness. Verse ten. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and what and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul. It says, when wisdom enters into your heart and knowledge is that means the word of God begins to excite you it says discretion shall preserve thee in other words you start making right decisions you start making you see there are many decisions I've made in ministry then later bought a book about people in ministry for 40 years 50 years and writing if they had a book like this they would have had a better ministry and I made those decisions without knowing that they were principles of ministry. He said, discretion shall preserve this. He says, when wisdom enters into your heart and knowledge is pleasant, you are excited about the word of God. He says, discretion shall preserve this. You're going to make. I was supposed to travel like two, three weeks now. So I'll travel uh, on Monday. I won't go. I'll travel on Monday. I won't go. I'll, why? Because there's a check. Just this morning, I, I'm reminded of a family that traveled by plane and they all died. It's like, thank God. I'm following that discretion. I said, discretion shall preserve me. See, the more you fellowship with God, the easier it is to obey Him. 
the more you fellowship with God, the easier, the easier it is to obey Him. I could have traveled. So I was in South Africa in July, in UK in August. You ain't going nowhere, boy. It's okay, sir. You sit, you wait. You wait. So the scripture shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep thee. And it says, to deliver thee from the evil man, from the man that speaketh from all things. It says it will deliver you. It will deliver you. Proverbs 3, quickly. Hallelujah. Verse 1. It says, my son, forget not my law. Let thy heart keep my commandments. You study the word. You load your, your heart to the word. You, you never consider God's word a suggestion. Whatever the word of God says to do, you, you, you take it with all seriousness. With all seriousness. And that's why, whatever I do for God, I want to make sure it's the best. Why? Because I am telling him how much I value him. I don't want to lose that presence. Because if you lose it, you stop attracting people. It's the presence of God in your life that makes people like you. It makes you likable. I'm telling you, it makes you likable. Without that presence, none of you will be here today. Just let your heart, give me the next verse. Let that heart keep my commandments. Look at this. Verse 2. Verse 2. Hallelujah. Verse 2, look at this. It says, for length of days and long life and peace shall be add to thee. Length of days and long life. I wonder why the Bible differentiated the two. Only God knows why it's length of days and long life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Length of days and long life. How many of you have spent length of days? Have you ever had a day where it looks as though the day was longer? You, were, you did more in one day than you could have done normally. Has that happened to you? It's OREC. The word is OREC. O-R-E-K. O-R-E-K. OREC. Length of days. The word means forever. It, it could mean length of time. But it, time, your time, your day. There's, there's so much you can do in one day. How many of you, you spend time with God, you had a great day, then one day you just really spend time with God and your day was just disorganized, you achieved nothing. Let me see. There was no length of days. There was no length of days. You just achieved more in that day. There's a book I'm reading right now. I'm almost through with it. And I was like, wow, this is quick. Length of days. Length of days. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. There are some people that have gone to heaven and God showed them so much that fill the whole book. Right? Like Jesse DePlantis experience. Fill the whole book. I want to respect his vision to heaven. It, it cor cor correlates to the word of God. That's what I used to judge whoever went to heaven. It was being like the word of God. So, but it would tell you some, some of the trips were like about 30 minutes, 45 minutes. 
how come God showed all this much in 30 minutes to say length of days space says and peace shall they add to thee let not mercy forsake thee bind them and truth forsake thee bind them about thy neck right upon the table of thine heart oh look at this you are loading yourself with the word grace and truth came by jesus you are loading yourself with the word of grace the truth of god's word loading it it says verse 4 so shall i find favor and good understanding in what in the sight of god amen in the sight of god and man you find favor we had a meeting into the night our brothers were going home that night i was in benin robbers were reading and they passed the robbers they passed they passed the they didn't know that the robbers were reading you know when they're obtaining people and you see people like obtain they bring the thing they had passed. They passed. The robbers didn't bother them. They allowed them pass, pass, and continue their reading. It says you find favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. They are breaking into every house. They broke. They reach your own. They passed. Good understanding. The police they're asking so how come is your house they did not enter so i don't know how can they not enter come and explain the station <laughs> yeah, i remember of crisis and there's a grace on us for protection and the dpo joins our church in jesus name <laughs> see good understanding in the sight of god it is in the sight of god and good men See, when I, when I read the Bible, I don't try to help God interpret it. In the sight of God and man. Bad man, good man. Good understanding their side. Muslims have called our, from our broadcast and said, tell your pastor we like him. I'm a Muslim, but I like him. I met a, a, a beggar, is this supervisor or so? And he said, he said, are you Pastor David Warfus? I said, yes. He said, I like you. I'm a Muslim. Me and my wife, we watch you. But I like you. I like what you are doing. You are one man of God on television that I listen to. A Muslim. Muslim. In the sight of God. And what? A man. I just want you to think for a moment. Think for a moment how your life could be if your relationship with the word of God was different from what it is right now. Where's my Bible now? I want to go for second service now. It's my Bible I have to be looking for now. I don't who took my Bible. Read your own Bible. You're not reading yours. So you are looking for your Bible. No value. No value. Looking for the Bible. And you found your Bible. You know you keep it under your pillow. So when you are rolling, the thing was sleeping, sleeping and fell under the bed. That's where it has been. You dust the cobweb. <laughs> and came to church. You say, why are we different? 
Why do I get a different result from yours? It's my attitude, my relationship with the word of God. By your heads in Jesus' name. What is your relationship with the word? I want you to think about it while your heads are bowed and eyes are closed. What is your relationship with the word? Is God's word still like a suggestion to you? Are you falling in love with the word? You say, from today, I'm going to fall in love with that word. I will make the word of God a priority in my life. I will plan my study time. I will plan my prayer time. Even if it's 10 minutes, I'll give it to God. Talk to God. He's not condemning you. He wants to help you. He's showing you how to enter that place of good understanding, favor and good understanding in the sight of God and man. Favor with your lecturers. Think about it. That lecturer that is failing everybody, you found favor. Why? Because of your relationship with God's word. Favor with your boss. Favor with people you find on the street. The Bible says they were having favor with all people. Why? The Bible says they continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. They had favor with all people. You can have favor with all people. It's possible. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Because as you begin to spend time with Him, your faith will grow. As your faith grows, your influence grows, your authority grows, your favor increases.